Hi, this is Heather Pickin, host of the Fearless and Fabulous Female Masterclass. You're going to learn in 90 days or less how to take your business to the next level. You want to go to the next level, you've got to align your mind to your vision and you got to take action. So I want you to take notes and I also want you to consider to upgrade to the Fearless and Fabulous Bundle. What that is, is experts paid products. Give it to you for only $97. This is important because it's supporting a cause called She Should Run. And that is about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. I want you to be a fearless woman. Stand in your power and know what you stand for. I hope you enjoy this masterclass. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fearless Entrepreneur Female Summit with my next guest. And I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, I want to welcome Kim Doyle uh, to this next session. And let me tell you a little bit about her. She's known as the WordPress chick and has been making her living full-time online for the last 10 years. She is published, she's a published author, movie producer, artist, and podcaster. She teaches content marketing and strategy through multiple platforms and is a pro prolific creator. Kim's motto is do business as you can do. Uh, Kim's online journey has led to shifting her business to a personal brand as a co-founder of the SaaS company and lead surveys. Uh, so Kim, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being my expert today. Thanks for having me, Heather. I'm totally excited to be here. Yeah. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about, um, you know, everything is content. So I'm really excited to be talking about, um, you know, understanding what you mean everything is content and how women can apply it to their business right now. You know, my thing is how we can apply it in 30, 60 or, or 90 days, because, you know, to me, if we're setting smaller goals, it's easier to start getting the traction and then yeah. we start getting the momentum and we feel excited about our business. Uh, so let's talk about content. What exactly is content? You know, it's funny. I actually just pre-recorded a, a book intro for somebody yesterday about what is content marketing? And the funny thing with it is that we've been consuming it our whole lives, right? Like you go back and you think about when you were a kid getting the Christmas catalog content, right? Or, or movie trailers. That's one of my favorite pieces of content. I'm a total movie geek. Yes. And the point of it, of course, is to tease you, get snippets, and it evokes an emotion in you because now you want to go see the whole movie, right? So content is storytelling, teaching, sharing. That's all it is. And in the online space, I mean, I did this to myself for a long time where I was like, oh, I got to do keyword research. I need to SEO this. I need to optimize it. And then nobody wants to do it. I mean, I hate doing keyword research, right? right? And so it's one of those things that we get in the way. And then, of course, we're also judging ourselves internally based on what we see externally, right? So you may see somebody else doing a podcast or video or constant, not seeing the 10 years behind the practice that they did this. So, you know, I shifted to this everything is content model actually, you know, after having done the whole high ticket mastermind, the co all that stuff, I've been there, done that. I've done the expensive courses, the $47 courses. And I was like, you know what? I just got to share the journey. I am a Gary Vee fan. And it's kind of that document don't create. And as soon as I started doing that and practicing, I became a student of what I was, I was talking about. You know, I just focused on mastery of doing a daily email and creating content. I mean, my business exploded and I would probably back it up to the podcast um, I launched a podcast about five years ago just to have more fun, right? I built this web agency. I'm not a developer, so I hired people. You know, I had an outsourcing company. I was like, this is not what I want to do. 
And it was really about having more fun in my business. I'd always been a huge audiophile, listened to stuff. Like I had cassette tapes in the car, like actual tapes way back when, you know? And so it was listening to this stuff. And then I realized just go have fun. And I got more validation from the podcast than any other content I'd created. Wow. That, that's interesting. Cause I think a lot of times people get intimidated. What should I put out there? Um, but you're kind of saying, you know, listen, go with what you know, don't compare yourself. I'm a big believer in, you know, don't compare yourself to anyone else out there because you're you, you're unique and you, you've got to find a way to put your, if we're talking about content, find a way to put your content out there that, that converts, right? Yeah. And the whole thing is today, content marketing isn't separate from marketing. Content mm -hmm. is marketing. And it's actually easier today because there's so much competition. So it's almost like the only differentiating factor we have is ourselves, right? So that's where I talk about the storytelling. And, and I had started this daily email and it was strictly, I mean, and Heather, I was like a one email a month person. I was really like, oh, I don't want to bug people. It was ridiculous. So I was like, you know what? People are going to unsubscribe. They're going to like it or they're not, but I want to practice telling a story, twisting it into what, an offer. It could have just been a piece of content, could have been an affiliate offer, a course, a, a podcast episode, but I was committed to practicing. I had a few people unsubscribe and then I started getting responses, right? And then I realized, wow, everything is content. Like here's an example. I was in my office one morning and I hear this huge crash on the stairs and my son is 17. He's coming up the stairs with his breakfast and he drops it and he's like, I knew I was going to do that. I kept telling myself, don't drop your breakfast, don't drop your breakfast. And I thought, how often do we do that in our business, right? I'm going to launch this. No one's going to buy it. No one's going to read this. And we, so I tell the story of that and then I shifted it into a blog post or a podcast episode that was relative to mindset, right? And all this, and people just respond back constantly. I get more feedback from the personal stories as it relates to my business. I mean, not like, you know, oh, I'm having a green juice. I'll put that on Instagram maybe, but right. it's like, Nobody wants to read content about that. So that's all you want. People want to relate to you. And so when you share the crap, they're super excited for the wins. Do you know what I mean? I love that. And I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, that's actually one of the things that I do is I send out a daily email uh, of just kind of what's going on and that sort of thing. And I have noticed a difference. So, you know, women that are watching this right now, one of the tips that they can use in the format of, uh, you know, using this content strategy is sending out you know, an email talking about their stuff, because I think now more than ever, uh, people are getting turned off by the salesy or marketing emails that are all about buying, right? Would you agree? Right. Absolutely. And the whole piece of it is it's just, they want to know you. And the other thing is, I think there's a fear that if you tell the, uh-oh, this, like, here's a great example. So for lead surveys, I did this pre-sale webinar last summer it was a complete cluster, right? I'm like, I'm going to live stream and I'm not going to use a webinar platform. It's going to be great. No, it wasn't. It failed. It choked. It was just, I mean, we still sold a few because I have an audience, but it was like, I took the two hours in the afternoon. I cried. I took a nap. I'm like, you're not looking at this <laughs> webinar today. And then the next day, like I took two hours with a friend and I ripped it apart. And then I spent a month rebuilding the webinar, but I told the story, you know, I'm like, you guys, it happens to all of us. And right. you know, not like I'm up here, but it's like, I'm, I've been doing tech for a while now. And so, and it sucked and it crashed and I had to pick myself up. And so those stories make you relatable. And I think people are afraid to share the, God, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Or I, I made an offer. Nobody bought, you know, it, but being honest about it makes people trust you. Mm, 
It's so true. I love that element of just being real and, you know, no one is perfect. You know, always saying, you know, you've, you've got you've to fail your way to, to success and you got to do it fast. So there's always a, there's always a story. I know one of my stories and we'll get into talking about stories, but one of my stories has always been, you know, how I've been disempowered in, in, in areas from money to men and, and especially having those toxic relationships. Every time I was in a toxic relationship, my money went down, my, my self-worth, um, you know, went down as well and my doubt increased. And so I, I was getting into these stories and sharing them with women going, my life has been such a mess, but I've been able to turn it around by empowering myself. So let, let's talk about stories and vulnerability and, and, you know, is there a formula that you find that, that works and, and what are some of the ways that they can share those stories or, or content? Like, what do you recommend? Yeah, well, first, like, I totally believe the story is a strategy. End of the day, the story is a strategy. And here's an example, like something tangible, right? So I had had a call with somebody that's in, I have a content creation Facebook group. And so I hopped on a call with somebody and she's like, I don't know what to create. Most people are like, what do I do? And I'm like, first of all, let's look at everything you do. She's a web developer, but she's got all these beautiful graphics and social templates and stuff. And I said, just tell the story of every single thing you've created, right? But if you back it up, most people could say, why did I start my business? What drove me to do this? How did I come up with the name of my business? What's a favorite customer story? You have to baby step your way into the sharing, right? I mean, there was completely a time when I was like, uh, I do glimpses, right? Now I'm like, oh, I fell down the stairs, literally, because I had to look at my phone to pick the podcast to walk the dogs, wait five, I was fine, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, so, but you have to baby step your way into those and the raw, and there's also a difference between personal and private. And, you know, I think there is this step back, do a gut check, you're going to know. So if you're not sure where to start, start with sort of the surface level, but personal, get into what you were doing before you started your business. What made you make the pivot? And, you know, here are the five things I'm most scared about. And, and just be honest, and you don't have to go raw and real and have a therapy session. I'm not against that, but you got to work your way up to it. So start with the basics, just why you're doing what you're doing, what drove you to start it, who's supporting you, who didn't, um, the first chat, the biggest challenges you have, the biggest wins you've had so far. You know, anybody along their journey can start with those simple pieces and just tell it. And the, the truth is you may be publishing to crickets for a while because content is 20% creation and 80% promotion, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, I love that because I think a lot of times, you know, we're putting work out there and like, who is anybody watching this or paying attention? Mm -hmm. And to me, it's always the consistency is the key. If you, I'm all about breaking down formulas. So if you look at any successful female entrepreneur, you know, what's their story? Uh, what did they do to get there? And then you could find a reoccurring theme and, and pattern, but yet a lot of times, you know, we don't have a plan, right? And we're all over the place and, you know, like, oh, I don't know if this works, right? So, so you know, how long do you really think it takes to get, uh, you know, get your content out there, get noticed and get some traction? It, you know, that's, I don't, I'm not going to be ambiguous, but it depends on where you're at in your journey, mm. right? So if you have some bit of an audience and if you are prolific, you know, and not to do a female male thing, but Men don't care. They push their stuff 10 ways sideways. Some of it's obnoxious. Some of it is brilliant follow-up, right? So you have to decide that piece, you know, but in terms of when do you start getting traction? I mean, it, it also depends on the platform and you may have a brilliant 
say you've got a brilliant post or a brilliant episode or video, but maybe the headline sucks. So go back and tweak it before you start reinventing stuff, you know, and, and content is a long game, but it starts compounding, right? And so you just have to be consistent. And even like with the daily email, when I started, I was like, it was my almost daily email, but I was committed to, to I wasn't going to give up on it. And so there's that piece of self-awareness that comes in there. So you have to be willing to do it for a while, but just like anything else, especially with online businesses, it can't just be one piece, right? I don't believe, like, I'm not on Snapchat, not because I hate it or what. I just was like, I cannot wrap my head around one more thing right now. And should I, I've got the bandwidth maybe now, but I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go all in on Instagram or I'm gonna double up here where I've got it. So with your content to get a result, I mean, the smartest thing to do would really take the time to create like one epic thing. Whether you start with a video, you do a long post, like 1500 to 2000 words, you share it multiple times, you test the headlines, give it 30 to 60 days, make sure you've got multiple calls to action, but you can't give up on it, right? I mean, it's kind of like driving a car. You didn't hop in a car and take off, right? I mean, you practiced, you had to put in hours and hours of doing it. I don't know what it is with this space that, that people think it's going to happen overnight, you know? So right. it, it, it will pay off. It <laughs> will pay off. You just have to have patience, really. It's so true. You've got to find, you know, we're talking about content. You've got to find that message that really resonates with you, resonates with your ideal audience, because, you know, let's face it, we can't be all things to everyone when we're creating content, right? Right. Well, it's like you almost want to be polarizing. You know what I mean? It was like, and like I had given the example and I'm actually, you know, I've moved from the WordPress chick now. I'm just finalizing links and stuff, but I gave this example. There's like two communities. One is a beaver builder, page builder. And then I was a part of the Genesis community for a long time. Well, one felt very, um, code snobs completely. Genesis. I felt that way. Beaver builders like cheers, like norm, you know, you, you want to go, everybody knows your name. There's just this, this feeling in this community. And I was really nervous about proclaiming that. And I wasn't nasty. I don't ever get into that kind of stuff, but I just said, I didn't feel welcome here. And I feel super welcome here. Massive validation. So many people, specifically females jumped in and said, I felt that way too, or I felt this way too. People want you to kind of take a stance at, at a certain point. Um, I think I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So to really kind of pick where you want to be and follow that and, and be your, be your own trailblazer for, for what you stand for. Absolutely. You know, and the other piece is like that personal, like I had, and this was a huge validation for me because I'll tell you what the other thing is, and I don't know about you, but I don't need another listicle with seven top things you need to market five plugins. Everybody, it's like, they were been there, done that. It's like, you know, IBM circa 1960. It's like, we've seen this content forever. And so I, last year, part of my story, I was widowed in 2003. My kids were six and two. And last year, the anniversary is in May. And it was like, so it was 14 years. And I woke up and it wasn't the first thing on my mind. And I was super grateful for that. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to do an email that just, and it was um, in loving memory and a personal message of hope. And it was just a positive you know, I'm grateful to be on the other side. It's been a hard road. Thanks for being on this journey with me, right? When you've told your story, you assume everybody knows it. Oh my gosh, Heather. So I got at least 30 email responses on a Sunday. And then I'm like, I'm going to post this as a blog post. It was the highest traffic day to my site in probably three years. Wow. And it was because, and, and it wasn't a woe is me. And I wasn't looking for sympathy, but my point was, you know, you can get through it. Life happens and it happens to all of us. We all have a different story that is raw and real and, and painful. And I couldn't have written that, you know, 10 years ago, 
but so to be able to say to people and they were like, oh, wow, like, wow, you had some challenges, you know, and, and you've, and you've gotten through it. So it, it just goes to show you that people want to connect, you know, it's like, we're, we're so far removed in our homes and offices and stuff. And, and it's very easy to just make that connection. I love that. And just using that personal element, I think it does, like we were talking about before, it makes you unique. People connect with you. You can take that, repurpose it, and, and not to be afraid, like just putting yourself out there. I, I, just, I just feel that the, the world we're living in today is transparency. You cannot hide. No, you can't. <laughs> and people will see through the BS if, if you're trying to create a you know, kind of a hypey email or content or look at me. I think we're all over that. Can we just agree that we're all over that? At least I am. <laughs> well, no, I think we are all over it. But what happens, and I call this sort of the BS strategy, right? And it's, I think people see, well, this person looks like they're doing X, Y, Z, you know, and, and I know for myself, Heather, there was a long time where I was like, I was waiting for that one thing that tipping thing. Like what is the offer, the, the thing I'm going to do that's going to push me over the edge. And I had some big financial success. And then I bootstrapped the last year and a half getting the SaaS up. But it's like this BS strategy is this one thing. So I'm going to buy this $2,000 course. It's going to solve my problems. Meantime, there's no audience. There's no content. There's no foundation. There's no relationship down here. And so you, you got to get real and say to yourself, well, if I opened a restaurant, I wouldn't just snap my fingers, buy a franchise, and it's all going to succeed. No, you got to get in there. You got to show up. You got to do the work. And I know people are tired of that. Do the work and hustle, right? But you have to find that within yourself that says, I'm going to get up and I'm going to publish every day. Somebody may read it, somebody may not. I'm going to take, have you heard Gary Vee's $1.80 strategy? I have not. Okay. I'm going to be super quick about this. Yeah. It's, it's an Instagram strategy. And he basically says, take the time. This is not about paying for ads, but take the time to find 90 accounts on Instagram that are relevant to your market, your hashtag, and you go and you give your two cents. And so you engage and you comment. Right. And so I tested that like on a Sunday morning, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see if this is a little bit different. So I, I searched the hashtag and I left a comment. Somebody said, Oh, it's Sunday. Are you working today? Are you taking the day off? And I thought, and so I just responded with a simple, doing a little work this morning. My brain is fried in the afternoon. She responded back and I got seven new followers within 20 minutes of posting that comment. And I thought, okay, so the platforms have made it clear. It's about real engagement. I, I love that. And we're all talking about strategy that you can do in 30, 60, 90 days. So you've got an Instagram account, go ahead and test it out. I'm going to be testing it out as well. I think that's a great uh, strategy. And there's so, you know, a lot of times people get so overwhelmed, like, should I do Facebook Live? Should I, you know, what, what should I be doing? Blogging and all of that. And, um, but I think, you know, really what it comes down to, and I'd like to hear your opinion, is, is being consistent, finding something that you like, maybe one or two things, and then just uh, test it, right? Be consistent and test it. Yeah. Well, that's it. And to address the 30, 60, 90, here's what I would do is I would write down 10 topics. And if you've ever listened to James Altucher, he's list like, you know, write 10 ideas every day. And, and it doesn't matter if it's for a new deodorant or how to tie your shoes. He doesn't care. He's like, practice the, the idea thing. Come up with 10 pieces of content. And whether you're going to start with a written post or a video or an audio, but pick 10, make that your 30 days. I'm going to at least have this outlined and get to published, right? So you start with that. But I always tell people too, that the piece of the consistency, pick whichever type of content you will publish consistently, and then you add it, right? Like 
podcasting was easy for me. I clearly am chatty. I like to talk. <laughs> I love, I love audio content. Like I live in my earbuds. I'm the most yes. shopper, you know what I mean? And, and so it was like, I knew that this was something that I could easily stick with and I would have fun doing. And, and so that I started there and then I, I was very hesitant about live streaming because I was like, I, I can't stand people that get up and they're just like talking at you. I'm like, come on, like, I'm going to tune you out. Give me something. Do you have a question? Do you have a bullet list? You got, you know what I mean? There is this very ambiguous, look, I'm going live. I'm, anyways, but by the time I did it, so I really waited and I, I focused on a community and I thought I need to be able to show up and give value, right? So whatever you're going to do, pick the one thing that you will be consistent with. That's where you start. Mm, I love that. No, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. I know for me, it's definitely video. And then I take my videos and I stream them uh, as my podcast. So Mm -hmm. I, I I love that and not to be intimidated because I think, you know, sometimes women could get overwhelmed. There's a lot of things on their plate, especially if you have a family and you're trying to take care of everything. I think one of the things, the golden nuggets of information that you had mentioned is that, you know, creating your list. I have a spreadsheet of creating some of the things that are important. And I I just want to highlight that because it kind of gets all of that noise out of your head, the anxiety, and then you get clarity on that piece of paper and then you have your plan. You know, one of my favorite tools too, even though I have a regular podcast is I love using Anchor. And if people haven't used that, the the audio app, right? And so like yesterday I was driving to Target and I I was listening to a podcast and I was like, somebody's talking about happiness. And I'm like, oh, my great aunt was like, you're always happy. I'm like, you know, I choose to be, I work at it. I, I, I block out stuff. And I was like, that's a perfect anchor, like two to three minute, you know, why do I, and don't get me wrong. I'm not always happy, but when I'm not, I know, check out, girl, you got to get back in alignment. You got to get back. Something's off. You're tired. Something's off. And so, but it's something that I consciously choose to work at. I'm like, that's a great piece of content, right? And then, of course, you can share that audio transcribed video somewhere else. And you have to just test because to me, the personal thoughts, opinions, ideas are so much easier to create than these in-depth research ones. And there will be a balance because what happens is then you look at what's working, what's not. You look at your analytics, whatever you're going to look at, but you'll get feedback. You might get an email response, but you have to just really take some, some time with yourself and do a gut check and say, what is a type of message content? Who do I want to be through the world? Like you are never going to see me dump dirty laundry on Facebook. I don't believe in that. I don't, well, it's like one, I already feel like crap. Why get people on the bandwagon with me? Right? Like I don't need validation that this person was a jerk. I believe in (laughs) vent, get it out. Okay. I've told the story. I'm done. Right. And don't get me wrong. It's taken like 15 years of really conscious work to not do the bitching, but you know, you have to find that within yourself. What is fun? What do I enjoy doing? And guess what? That is going to work. I can guarantee you. Mm, I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, it goes, it all goes back to creating your content that you feel in alignment with, because if you're trying to be someone else, it's not going to convert at least that is exactly what I found. And I want to have fun. I don't want to be struggling and feeling like, Ugh, now I got to do a Facebook right. live. <laughs> right. And do you find though too, I mean, there are definitely days and this is sort of that Mel Robbins five second rule of you're not always going to feel like doing it. Even though I love, like I have not had as much fun in my business as I have in the last year and a half, even though I cut off all the service work, closed down the outsourcing, bootstrapping, but I'm like, my time is mine. It's like, I won the time lottery and it's like, <laughs> awesome. Right. But there's still, there are days when I'm like, 
okay, I got to go edit this. I got to go do this. I got to, whatever it is. So there's going to be like, we're human. It's, so true. It's, you know, and I think part of that comes with, especially as women, the older you get, you get a little bit wiser. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I will not do any video. If I'm having a bad day, you will not see me forcing myself doing a Facebook live. I do it when I'm inspired, when I really feel like I have a, you know, a golden nugget of wisdom that I want to put out there, either something happened with myself or a client. Uh, it's just like, I feel like I need to get it out there because just doing it to do it, I just feel it's, it's, it's a drag and, and like, no, I am not going to put my energy out there. So I appreciate that you said that. And we, yeah, trust me, I am not a hundred percent positive, you know, every single day I've got my down days, but I, I know how to flip the switch on it, which, you know, it, it makes us when, when people are watching us, they're like, oh, wow, you know, she's a human being. And therefore uh, they're going to want to do business with you because you know, you're, you're, you're normal. Right. Right. And they'll get it. Like, they have empathy for you, you know, and so you'll have empathy. And then there's like tricks and stuff. Like I still see my therapist. I'm completely one about Bob, right? That I found when I lost my husband, but she's kind of become this life mentor. And I was telling her about something where I catch the negative self-talk in my mind now at this point in my life. But what I do is I'm like, friggin' knock it off. This, this just doesn't work. Just don't. And she goes, how about if you said, okay, sweetie, you're, leave this alone. Let's get back to work. And I was like, oh, that's a lot nicer. Yeah. A little bit right? more. And, and it, but it's that it's so there's times like I used to be able to sort of piss myself off the motivation it does not work I just you know and again for me to spend life experience older I get I'm like eh, I don't want to be like I just I'm not I mean it's not who I am anymore and so there is this gentle approach to creating content and you know the other thing let me ask you this Heather is like with the live streaming do you, I, when I see people who are just constantly on, on I just stop watching. Mm -hmm. I don't even tune in. I'm like, you're just talking to hear yourself talk again. You're just talking like, it, I get excited when I see somebody go live that maybe it's not four times a day. You know what I'm saying? And you know your audience, so you have to gauge that. But I do think just because something is working doesn't mean to double down and throw everything at it. Yeah, I think that's a great, great point because before I'm like, oh, I got to do one every day. And I'm like, no, I'm going to only do one when I feel inspired. That might be mm -hmm. one a day. It might be a couple weeks. There's been weeks where I haven't done it, but I've done at least with the content, I've done something that's been consistent because it's just, to me, I'm a big believer in doing things that you're in alignment with. And mm -hmm. if you're not, you know, forget it. But yeah, just, you know, putting on the camera so that you can speak without a message that's inspiring or people can learn from is not going to do anyone good. No, or ask them a question. And the thing right. is for women, this was the other thing. It's like, maybe not, I have a lot of hair. I hate freaking trying my hair. <laughs> yeah, I get it straightened, right? So I was like, oh my, I don't, I don't have to commute. I don't iron my clothes anymore. I've done all that, done that. So it's like, okay, now I got to get ready, right? If I'm going to do a video, I got to get ready. <laughs> I'm a very low maintenance person. But I was like, Kim, this is for you. And then of course I get on and I have a ton of fun. Yeah. And it becomes my energy, right? So it's like, that's that, mm, you may not feel it. Or especially for women, you know, it was like, oh, I'm not happy with how I look or I don't like this or I don't like that. The truth is nobody cares. If you show up and genuinely bring it, however, like do the best you can with what you've got where you're at. Nobody cares. They feel that when you're like, I'm here and I'm just going all in. People appreciate it. It's so true. And I appreciate that fact that you mentioned people don't care because as women, we can get 
you know, in our own way, we can criticize ourselves, compare ourselves to other women. Oh, my hair doesn't look good. Oh, my roots are showing. I've got gray hairs. I've got bags under my knee. I mean, oh, the wow. list goes my on. Skin, my sun damage is catching oh, up to oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's been things where I watch back my Facebook. I'm like, oh my God, the lighting's horrible. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm all, open your eyes, girl. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> And I'm just like, screw it. You know, I like people are going to like me for me. I'm never going to be perfect. And that's, that's okay. Cause I don't think people want someone that's absolutely perfect hundred percent of the time. So, well, no, and I even think those days are over. Right. So that's, that's past transparency and authenticity. It's like, nobody rolls out of bed looking great every day. Right? right. And that was sort of my other mantra besides everything is content is just show up. That's all you got to do is just show up. You can, you know, be stressed about serious life stuff. And if you just go, okay, I'm going to go to the desk and I'm going to hit publish today, or I'm going to at least post something to Facebook, or I'm going to leave a comment. And that's the other thing for any, I, I don't know about you, but it's like, anytime I'm in a funk, I'm going to give, like, if I can go make someone else feel better, it will make me feel better. You got to get out of your own head. But at the end of the day, it's like, just show up, stop. I think like I believe in structure and plans. That's how I run my business. At the same time, I see people that have been planning for 10 years. I'm like, you never pulled the trigger, right? So there comes a point where all this peripheral planning and you can own 50 bullet journals and this system and that system. But if you're never going to hit publish, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you own, what you've invested in. And there's also this, this thing in the space of, oh, well, when I invest in a mentor or or a course, I'm taking myself seriously. It's like, nah, you take yourself seriously when you put yourself out there and you show up. Mm, yeah, it's so true. And, and it also, talking about mentors and investing yourself, it's so important. You know, I, I believe we can't do this alone. You, you got to get someone, you, you got to continually invest in your expertise, your knowledge, whatever that is, you know, if you want to get to the next level of your success, right? Absolutely. And that's another gut check though, too. It's funny because I've worked with some men and I've worked with some women and I know myself and I need people that believe in the stuff I'm doing, right? I don't think there's a one size fits all type of thing. So like the mastermind that I was in, it was very male centric and I'm not bashing guys at all. Right. Um, but, but it was one of those, like everything was high ticket, six figures a month, high ticket, six figures a month. And it was like, and I kind of let the, the, the content side, I had my podcast going, but I was like coming up with offers just to have high ticket. And I was like, and I believe in all of those things when it's right for you. So right. you have to take a level of self-responsibility when you hire a mentor also, you know, and it's so true. That check, and, you know, it's kind of like, all right, well, you bought this, you agreed to this. If you're not doing the work, it's not going to work. So there is a level of self-responsibility that you say, all right, trust me, I don't want to think about how much money I put into stuff that went nowhere. At the same time, it's like, well, I made that choice, whether I was super conscious of it or not. I know better now. So that's on me. Yeah, it, it's so true. I think we all have been there investing thousands of dollars in our business. Some things worked, some things didn't. But I like what you said about getting the right mentor. I've had some amazing mentors. Uh, I've had some that even like, oh, don't do this. Like basically don't post things that are like unique to me. And I'm like, no way. And I'm like this, I'm like, I'm going to outgrow this person, which I did. Completely, um, completely. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, this goes totally against what I teach about finding your formula that makes you unique and stick into it. Because if you're a cookie cutter and you're going, you know, you're, you're taking someone else's stuff and trying to put it on your website, it, it's just not gonna, you know, it's just not gonna work. So 
I totally appreciate that. Well, well Kim, oh my gosh, the, the time <laughs> has flown by. It totally flew by. <laughs> Where are not, we could we could go on for hours. I, I definitely want to invite you um, to my podcast show, um, but we'll, we'll talk Ditto. about that later. Ditto. Absolutely. And before we close out today, uh, where can people um, get your free gift? I know you have free gifts, so tell us a little bit about that. Actually, the, the link will be underneath this video. So uh, what is your free gift? So the free gift is called Content Traffic Starter Sessions. I know it's a mouthful, but it's a six audio session with a PDF accompanying it. And I walk you guys through stuff. Again, I'm an audio geek and I'm a huge believer in audio lead magnets, just a side note. Um, but it's gonna walk you through sort of this everything is content. So you don't feel like you need to become a research expert or a keyword or Google master to start publishing, producing and building an audience that resonates with you. So mm. it's called Content Traffic Starter Sessions. The URL is below. Um, yeah, and it's just, I'm pretty real, you guys. I think it's fun. I think you'll enjoy it and you're gonna get a ton of value out of it. Yes, I love that. Yes, I encourage everyone to do that uh, below the video, wherever you're watching or listening to this. And I just wanna close this out. Uh, you know, With each expert interview, you wanna make sure that you create a plan. Hopefully you are taking notes and you want to start creating your strategy, aligning your mind to your strategy on what you find works best for you. Uh, in this instance, you're talking about content, finding out what, you know, what content uh, is going to be the most connected with you. Uh, so Kim, again, thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you, Heather. This has been a ton of fun. I can't wait to talk to you again. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, everyone, we're going to sign off here. And until next time, this is Heather, Heather Pickin. I can't even talk. <laughs> Take care, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this masterclass. Now, my question for you is, what are you going to do in the next 90 days? I want you to take action that is aligned with your ambitious goal. You know, when I work with clients, I actually show them how to change the neuroplasticity of their brain. And part of the process is really understanding, you know, what goal, what action that I want to take is actually in alignment with my vision and mission and purpose. So you want to make sure that you have that. Uh, my other ask is to consider uh, doing the Fearless and Fabulous Female Bundle. That is an upgrade and it's $97. It runs throughout the summit. The reason why that's important is number one, it's going to accelerate the rate in which you start attracting your success with some of the strategies that uh, these experts are offering you. Uh, number two, it's actually going to support a cause called She Should Run. As I mentioned earlier, it's about getting 250,000 women running for office by 2030. As women, we are so powerful. And I believe we are really living in an interesting time that we can change the world with our work. So again, I hope you consider the Fearless and Fabulous bundle and I want you to take action, okay? I'm gonna be checking up on you.